Yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Alright, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know. Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know. Having a good time on the show, T Bows and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP. Welcome everybody to the Freaking Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Bose, and sitting next to me is a Mardi Gras wrapped in a cotton and polyester blend, my co-host, Matty G. <laughs> hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> doing good, buddy. How are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad, man. I'm still alive. Good. Still on this side of the dirt. Yeah, well, every day above ground is a good day to me, so... Been a beautiful week, man. Yeah, beautiful it weather. Was, it is. There sure. we go. Hey. Was, hey. <laughs> and of course, joining us today, our guest is uh, actor, entrepreneur, and 80s heartthrob Scott Valentine. Scott, thanks for joining us today. Anthony, thank you kindly. It's a real pleasure to be with you, young men. Matthew, you look stunning with your, like, gliss. Are your eyes blue or hazel? Blue. What? They're blue, yeah. Dude, you got, like, <laughs> killer eyes thank you <laughs> matt's got a 4k camera so he always puts me to shame every time because he's got this glorious camera that makes him look like this angelic cherub every time <laughs> yeah, and i've got this shit lighting that makes me look like i'm caught inside a viagra commercial uh, oh, I love it. It's good. It'll work. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's just hey, nice I to be able to see you. I've got one of those cool lights that's supposed to come in the mail today. The, oh, the, the ring lights. The... Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, in yeah. fact, I'm sure Maddie Maddie G's probably got that. I can see it haloing his eyes right now. So it's yep. uh, another reason why his eyes look so sparkly. They're he looks fantastic. angelic, doesn't yes, he? He really does. Yeah. You do. You do. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we got to play theme music every time it comes on and Matt goes to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, before we get into the, the beef of things, uh, why don't we jump into uh, some uh, humorous news articles today? We got a few good okay. ones. All right, Maddie, why don't you lead us off? Absolutely. All right. My first article. So, Halton Kid calls 911 after mom changes Xbox password. So. <laughs> Halton police are out with a reminder that 911 is uh, for actual emergencies. Uh, most of us who grew up in the area of video of, in the era of video game consoles have been there. Your parents think you've had enough screen time for the day, and a standoff ensues. Yeah, this scenario played out uh, somewhere in the Halton region recently. Uh, a mom made a veteran move when she changed the password to her child's Xbox, but the kid wasn't going down easy. Uh, the locked out gamer unlocked a public mischief. Unlocked a public mischief achievement by dialing 911, prompting Halton police to tweet, never thought I'd have to say this, but here we are. <laughs> um, and then they proceeded to, quote unquote, say, obviously, this is not appropriate use of 911 services. As you know, 911 should be reserved for legitimate emergencies. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> so, There's a millennial right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me the damn password back. <laughs> so it's uh yeah, so they're basically saying they, they gave him a warning, I guess. And then uh the fun the next time it could be fined anywhere from a hundred to five thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? Nine one one isn't your personal pissing ground. You know, you got a problem with your parents. <laughs> you you 
I, well, let's be honest. As uh, you know, I grew up in that area where uh, you know your parents uh, gave you a rule and you listened to it. If not, uh, there were consequences. <laughs> yeah. So um, now, having said that, you know, I also remember the days of growing up and hitting up a, a Bandito video or a Jumbo video, and uh, on a Friday night, and you get a, a game for a weekend. You rent that, and you try to literally grind as many levels as possible before uh, before it has to go back on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have a funny story actually about 911. So apparently when I was like four or five, maybe, yeah. um, my grandparents were always watching like Rescue 911 on, on TV. Mm-hmm. And so I called 911 and emulated the episode. Um, <laughs> oh, so I was like, I, what did I say? Something like uh, my, my, my dad's choking. Uh, but I was like, anyways, I got in so much shit because the ambulance actually showed up and they're like, what the heck? And they played the recording like back to my mom. Yeah. And she's like, literally, it was like word for word, the episode of TV that I just watched. <laughs> so um, oh I didn't God. know. I was like five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so, I guess you're learning now. So, yep. <laughs> yeah, don't do gotta, that. You got to hope that your kids don't pull that on you. No, no, they're pretty luckily they're they're past that stage already. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we just get prank calls to pizza shops. That's all now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, did you you kind of blast through the uh, the video game period? I guess, eh, Scott. Oh God, please! We didn't have video games. I'm that old. Okay, <laughs> oh, my lord. <laughs> I don't want to say we were all playing with uh, rocks and actually we were playing with rocks and sticks. <laughs> No, um, the first video game that I remember that came in was Pong. Remember the oh, yeah. the, the tennis ball system and yeah. yeah, yeah, going back and forth. No, it was hilarious. It was my sons who, specifically my thirty two year old, and I'm trying to remember what got, uh, Donkey Kong. Okay. Donkey oh yeah. Kong? yeah, yeah, yeah. And him playing, getting so into it, and him bouncing and bouncing and bouncing and bouncing and, bouncing, <laughs> yep. and, moving, and bouncing and going. And it was just, and this was just last year. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You get into it, right? I mean, it's, uh, you know, as they say, uh, you, you play video games because not, not because you don't want to have a life. It's because you choose to have many. Okay. That's good. We'll go with that. Yeah. I like that. Uh Please. I used to, do you guys remember there was a game and you probably maybe dug it out of like the bargain bin, uh, tiger Healy. Oh man, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those heli- one of those helicopter games yeah. where you know you were like yeah. traversing through the war zone. Yes. And the thing is, there was no winning. There yeah. was no you'd go up a level and another level and another level and another, but there was no victory. You never got to the end where there was like bump bum ball. You, you know, know, it's really funny. There's there's a lot of games back in the eighties that were like that. Um, you know what? When I was young, my dad somehow I don't even know how this came across, but we picked up a, a stand up arcade that was uh, xenophobe. And, uh, you know, it's like it was one of the games that four players could play with this kind of Viper cannon joystick and the screen uh-huh. was separate. So you could go across a tunnel and you had to shoot aliens and everything. And um, I remember playing I remember playing it in the arcade. And then when we got it, I thought, oh, my God, this is amazing. I can actually beat this game. I actually got through 100 levels and it rolled around <laughs> to zero and it kept going. And I was so outraged. I couldn't even look at the machine again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. No, yeah. Tetris. Tetris was the shit. Oh, yes. I love Tetris. <laughs> and Tetris. Did you ever play with another person on the little, what was it? The the, the small on the Game Boy. Hand, you know, yeah. Game Boy. Yes. Yeah. Where you tied to their 
Game Boy with the with the cable with the cord. <laughs> yes. yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For Wi Fi. <laughs> and I remember traveling around the country with this guy who's the head of distribution for this company that I had done a lot of cheesy sort of horror erotic thrillers for. Mm-hmm. And um, we came up with this whole vernacular and vocabulary for different moves and different, uh, different, you know, pokey down and shit like that. <laughs> but the the shit was, uh, remember when you got what was it to a certain level, or when you won that the whole like the Russian, the Russian uh, the uh, castle came and yeah, the music yes. and all that. Yeah, yeah. What did you have to get to? What level? What where was that? Uh... 50 i think i think for the russian yeah i remember what you're talking about though because i yeah yeah but didn't it go up to like 100 or 150 i think it just kept going maybe it's 150 i'm thinking of it i know it was something from it at 50 though i don't know it was crazy it was fun yeah yeah you know yeah so but no uh i i was a little bit past it was funny i was talking to my son my other son today who uh works with us and we were talking about we're having problems with our ott and what the coders are doing to build it to get it right for you know prime time to, uh, we are, already have an app uh-huh. uh we just need to have we need to have the machine to put on the app that's all and and <laughs> yeah. all the content yeah um and talking about coding i remember when i was learning coding back in 1974 i think and it was all zeros and ones yep. which essentially everything we see right now everything we do is still zeros and ones yep they're just very fancy zeros and ones right long strings of it (laughs) yes isn't that amazing yeah good old binary yeah yes yeah binary code right right yeah Yeah. i had to do a little of that uh well now there's qubits now you can be almost one almost zero yeah have you ever heard of it yeah no what is that quantum quantum uh computing Mm-hmm. It's basically it means that there's just there's no more just one and zero, but there's multiple states of one and zero. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, but it, it, like it a exists. Dot matrix printer that only printed half the letter. <laughs> wow, it's yeah. it's really? crazy. Yeah, yeah, and it increases uh, computational power like exponentially. So oh sure, yeah, yeah. they're able so, to use it in certain things. Say like a fraction of zero or a fraction yeah. of one yeah. or yeah, all right an infinitesimal amount yep yeah yeah so very interesting actually yeah. I'm, I'm sure if you think about it too hard it actually creates a black hole <laughs> in your brain <laughs> exactly <laughs> Just lost. what do you got for articles today My article Tony? today uh sudanese plane makes emergency landing after the cat hijacks the cockpit uh, oh. So in a bizarre incident, uh, a passenger plane in Sudan was forced to make an emergency landing after the pilot was attacked by an unruly passenger, a cat. Uh, the flight from uh, the uh, Kuturum, uh International Airport en route to Qatar, the capital Doha, had diverted back from Sudan when the feline and unregistered passenger was spotted inside the, uh, the, the, the pilot's cabin. Uh, according to the uh, the report, the pilot tried to uh, get the cat. The cat got a little crazy and started attacking the pilot. And uh, they just said, forget this. We're, we're going to take the, the plane back. <clears throat> so uh, it was about half an hour into the flight. The um, The funniest thing out of all this, though, is it is not the only time this has happened. Not even just about a year, uh, sorry, a month ago, uh, there was a uh, another cat that wreaked havoc inside a cockpit. Uh, for Israeli airlines, uh, there was another one for a military plane that was uh, arrived in Bangor International Airport. 
And um, there was even a, a Brussels airline pilot that uh, became a victim to cat attacks. So um, I think it's stacking up. Don't trust those little buggers. <laughs> yeah, they're just it's the next form of terrorism, I guess. Cats. <laughs> Have you ever driven with a cat in the car? <laughs> yeah, it's like the, I, I just remember there's this really low growling sound they make and they just yes. like, freak out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember having... when they get down on the wheel well, just below the brake <clears throat> or behind the accelerator. It's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Oh my God, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Come on out of there. Yes. Yeah. In order to break, you're going to like kill the cat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I remember driving with my cat and uh, it was like the first time I'd ever actually traveled with a cat. And, uh, you know, I, I was driving along and thinking, oh, my God, what the hell is that sound? I thought there was something wrong with my car. So I turned off the music and I kind of rolled down the window slightly and I was listening to see what it was. And it turned out it was just a cat in the back uh, in her carrier. So it was like the weirdest thing ever. Mm -hmm. So little, mm -hmm. little buggers. Um, there was that time the cat snuck up into the the engine compartment it when it was cold to yes. sleep on the, um, you know, in the uh, block. Yeah. Started the car. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. yeah. You hear about oh, that happening yeah. a lot. Bonk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I remember well, making we that. Had an article. <laughs> we had an article one time, and uh, a bunch of squirrels uh, filled all the engine cavities with peanuts. And the guy went to start his car, and like 30 squirrels came out of his car, and all these peanuts started shooting at him. <laughs> you know what's really funny, man? I was the other day, I was filling my uh, my windshield wiper fluid, and uh, I popped the hood and I looked over, and all in the cavities around the uh, the poles of the batteries were acorns. And, I, okay. and it made me think of that. So obviously, a squirrel has been getting into my engine and storing acorns up on my battery. That's awesome. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. So good. At least it's not like <laughs> sticking a banana in the tailpipe or anything. So. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. What else you got, Matt? <laughs> um, so this is a follow up. So a while Ooh. back. Do you remember a while back we had that uh <laughs> that article about the guy that had sex with the Olaf doll at Target? Yes, that was our episode of Do You Wanna Do a Snowman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> so he he finally uh he finally got like charged officially. Oh so, wow. that was a long time. So yeah, it was a it's, it's a, it took a long time to to work its way through. So we'll we'll revisit the story. So a twenty two year old man, uh Florida man accused of performing a sex act with a stuffed unicorn and an Olaf doll from Disney's blockbusters Frozen has been ordered to undergo psychiatric evaluation. No shit. Why did it take uh, a year for them to decide that? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, cops say that uh, the man was busted in St. In St. Petersburg Target in October 2019. So that does show you how long ago it was. Yeah. Uh, police and Disney's enthusiasts begin uh, rubbing his special area against two stuffed animals before... Uh, basically pleasuring himself with an Olaf character. According to New York Daily News, uh, store security captured the <clears> six <throat> foot two, 220 pound man uh, hovering around the bin of stuffed toys. He was wearing a Star Wars t-shirt and shorts uh, before he was overcome with carnal desire. Now, uh, are they, you know what? I I, I got to stop you, man. I, I feel like at this point, they're just giving Star Wars fans a bad name. <laughs> right? I don't. Yeah. Like, well, why is that why relevant? Why did you have to put it in the I, Star I had Wars to include it from the original article. Yeah, but that was I was like, there. why is that? <laughs> Watch out for guys wearing Star Wars t-shirts. Oh, man. I got to get rid of that collection of shirts now. 
I just um, looked up Olaf doll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't seen Frozen? <laughs> no, I no no no, and and I can't understand why would somebody want to have sex with an Olaf doll? <laughs> right? There's and, yeah yeah. Go to the Barbie section. Or my pink, my pink pony. Okay. <laughs> my little ponies would have been a better choice. <laughs> yes. My God. Oh yeah. my God. I I don't know. That's so bizarre still to this day <laughs> I, I can't even look at an olaf the same now <laughs> they got his dad on record and quote unquote um he was always doing stupid stuff <laughs> no shit <laughs> oh boy that's just so proud uh, yeah so he actually had his penis outside of his pants yep yep and he was actually <laughs> rubbing his penis against the olaf doll in the target in the target yeah, I wonder was he was he laying down or standing up? Because you know. <laughs> multiple multiple positions. <laughs> it was a slow day at Target. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible. That's just yeah. absolutely horrible. <laughs> <clears throat> Looks like there's a little Crazy. delay on uh, on the the uh, the chat section. I know so a lot of people have just uh, chimed in. Uh, I, apparently, I was wrong. It wasn't uh, Atari. It was ColecoVision that uh, had uh, come up with that. Thanks, thanks, Mike, for for fact checking that for us. So. Uh, um, yeah, Jason Taylor. Oh, you, it seems like, uh, you've been on uh, Jason Taylor's show at one point. Yes. 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 Uh, they're good guys. I really like them. So very fine lad. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so my next article, uh, this one, honestly, this was a fun one. I really, really enjoyed this one. Um, Hey, Matt, you know how, like, we've talked about you uh, trying to pick up a, a new car every once in a while, and, and you have been kind of back and forth on looking at a new vehicle as of late? Yep. I yep. think what you need to do is you need to take a little, uh, maybe a, a note from this guy's book. <laughs> so this, this article was taking the slogan, sheer driving pleasure, a little bit too far. Um, you know, like, we, we often kind of discuss crazy crimes and bizarre, baffling elements, but this one is kind of going up there for the Darwin Award, uh, where... <laughs> Uh, a gentleman by uh, the name of Eric Dion Warren uh, is uh, basically had gone to a BMW dealership and decided that he'd like to test drive a car. Uh, he came back and then decided that he wanted to put a, a three thousand dollars down on the car. Um, what what transpired that the the dealership didn't know of right away is he took that BMW to a bank, robbed a bank. <laughs> Get slipped up, slipped the note to the teller saying, "Give me ten thousand dollars, or I'll shoot you." <laughs> Pulled out a pellet gun. They gave him money. He drove back to the dealership and then attempted to buy the car with the money. <laughs> <laughs> so of course the the the, the security and uh, had uh, started calling out uh, to the police. Police called all the BMW dealerships. The BMW dealership said, "Yep, that was our car." And they showed up to arrest the guy, which in which case he just confessed that he did it. <laughs> well, what was like the the dead giveaway that he still had the miles per gallon sticker on the side of it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it probably would have had a dealer plate, right? So they would have been like, okay, so this guy's obviously test driving a car. <laughs> so, oh my god, yeah. man, that is so hilarious. There's there's our stupid article of the day, and it and, <laughs> and just so you know, it wasn't Florida; it was a Texas man. Nice. Yeah. So Texas, my Olaf guy was Florida. Yeah. yeah. Matt, what kind of cars you looking at? Uh, yeah, right. You know what? I, I, it's funny. Like I want something a little bit sporty. Um, and, uh, we, I've been driving, I have two boys and they're still quite young. So we've been doing the SUV thing, but I really like the Kia Stinger. I want a Stinger. 
Matt wants a penis mobile. <laughs> yeah, Matt's gotten no. to that stage in his life where where his ca- his car now has to resemble his dick. <laughs> you know what? I- I've always been a fan of American Muscle. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, a Challenger is probably my favorite car. To yeah. Be honest, but uh, it's just too impractical. So I wanted something kind of sleek. You know, with some decent horsepower, nothing too crazy. So yeah. No, yeah. wait. The Challenger. How's that handle? I mean, it's got muscle. It can go great in a straight line. Yeah. How does it do in curves? N- not amazing. Mm. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of straight lines up here in Canada. So it's uh hopefully not okay. too bad. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. not too curvy. Uh, you know, it's really funny. I remember. Uh, so my all-time favorite vehicle was a 1956 Corvette. Like it's it's like the dream car. And, um, I, uh, I remember thinking, my God, I really loved one of these. And then, uh, I used to work for a, uh, a hot tub company when I was younger. And, uh, one of the customers who was a, uh, an air force pilot came in and he, he had one and then he was like, oh my God. Yeah. I was, I was drooling over the car. So I said, oh, you want to sit in it and check it out. And, um, he, he said, listen, I'd let you take it for a drive, but there is no power steering in this. And he, and this guy had four arms like legs and he's like, and my arms are exhausted after driving for about an hour with this car. I was so, uh, holy shit. You know, yeah. So then I was just like, oh, maybe that's not the most realistic car to have. So Matt, the Stinger's a nice looking car. I'm looking at yeah. it. I like it. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful little car and, yeah. and. You know, it's, I don't know, I, I really like them. They're, it's not too, like, it's not like a Porsche or anything, like, an, it's not an Aston Martin, but no. it's, it's, it's good for me, I think. You know what well, I mean? Did you hear, did you hear Mercedes is going to eliminate putting any engine larger than a four-cylinder in their sedans now, except for the AMG package, really? you know, which is pretty amazing. It makes well, sense, and I, I think they're under a lot of regulations, too, because... I, I know they have to convert a certain percent of vehicles into um, electric or or other types of fuel uh, by a certain date. I was just reading that. I, I don't know the exact one, but a lot of car makers up here in Canada too are doing the same thing. They have to convert um, just to more eco-friendly vehicles. Okay. Wait a second. Anthony, are you up in Canada too? Yes. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. This has been real. It, it, it has. Okay. I, I, I can't hey. talk to people from the 51st state. Okay. Come on now. We're just Americans with health care. Yeah. 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 No, that, that used to be a good joke prior to uh, our former president, which it was, please, may I escape to Canada. All right. That's right. Remember, we sheltered a lot of people. Yeah, yeah I was looking to get landed immigrant status. All right. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's yeah. lots of great retirement uh, slash cottage area up here you know so uh, where are you guys in canada where are you at kingston ontario, ontario. yeah ontario yeah i love canada yeah. it's beautiful. it's beautiful love 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 have you been out to uh whistler uh, i best? have yeah i have Gorgeous, yep. isn't it i was out uh three years ago i was out in uh, whistler for, in the summertime actually and uh we went whitewater rafting we went uh, i went on the the world's longest zip line and uh yeah Pretty amazing beautiful in quebec montreal but they're so goddamn just stuck up yeah you know yeah well, you know what? I, like, I i actually found the secret of that is um it, it it's it's if you go in and you at least attempt to speak french even be it absolutely poorly and you're just basically saying hey do you speak english they respect that and they will turn around and speak english but if you don't attempt it 
they're insulted, in which case they're not going to make life easy for you. So if I walk up and I say, bonjour, je suis bête. Très bête. <laughs> yes. And, they'll and, love and me. If you say, and if you just said, uh, you know, uh, est-ce que tu parles anglais? They'll turn around and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, most of them do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So it's, but, uh, okay. it's just approaching it the right way, I guess. So. You know, I'm I'm having major light envy here. I keep looking at myself, and I'm I've got this like blue haze, and and Maddie looks so crystal clear and crisp. And <laughs> you just got to get that ring light, man. It yeah. makes a no, huge difference. No, fuck you, Maddie. Okay. Just <laughs> <fuck> you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm putting us all to shame. Damn it. That's fair. Really, yeah. Maddie? How old are your How old are your kids? Boys? Girls? Uh two boys. So oh, really? my okay. my oldest is thirteen, and my youngest is nine. Dude, you have a 13-year-old? Yeah, I'm 33. Really? Yeah. You, dude, you look like 23. Seriously. Yeah. I, 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 right. Thanks, man. Yeah. I still get carded at the beer store. It's it's embarrassing sometimes. It's a beautiful thing getting carded. Don't give it up, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I won't. You know, so, love it. It's always always love nice it. when that happens. I'm just like, oh, aren't you flattering? Here you go. <laughs> no, what, yeah. what sucks is when people start calling you sir, okay? That's yeah. that. Yeah. that hurts yeah. yeah i was out hiking one time i could go on a hike every weekend and it was probably i'm 62 so let's say around 45 48 and every person i encountered on the trail was hi sir hello sir by about the fifth one i'm like no please okay how about dude or guy or man all yeah, right yeah. Just sir shit stop all right <laughs> Yeah, everybody just it's an equal thing, right? I mean, age is a number. It just depends on how you feel like inside. And that's all that really matters. So yeah. Matt yeah. G looks 22. Oh, look at that, Jason. <laughs> Good job. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> I'll take it. Yep. It's now, Anthony, on the other hand, looks like he's almost ready for retirement. So. Right. Yeah. It's, not far. It's, it's not far. It's the look of a man who's been through some shit. <laughs> well, look, he's, he's got some gray coming in on the beard there. Oh, look All at right. that. My camera is better definition than I thought. Damn it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I normally try to, ch- to shave this down a little tighter before the show so people don't see that. But uh, honestly, the, the moment I found out, uh, they said, uh, it's a girl, uh, the gray just came in. So, yeah. So you, uh, you you have offspring as well? Yes, I I have uh, two daughters. Uh, one oh my that, god! One that is six and one that's thirteen. And uh, the thirteen years ago is when I got my first hair or my gray hair. <laughs> See that, Maddie? You only have to worry about two penises. That's, See, yeah, that, and yeah. that's you know when I, I, it's so funny because uh, my friend Mike had said that to me, uh, and and he was just like, "Well, I guess the best thing is I only have to worry about one penis, where you have to worry about them all." And I was like, "You're such a dick." <laughs> <laughs> So wait there, how old? 13 and... 13 and 6. So is it giving you a new perspective on life, do you think? It definitely does. I, I will uh, totally hate men. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I, I look at the... Well, because Matt's oldest is the same age as my daughter. And quite frankly, uh, Adam can keep the hell away from my kid because I know exactly <laughs> what this old man's like. <laughs> so That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But uh, so, Scott, uh, let's let's do a little talking about you. Why? Well, Why? Because you're a fun, interesting Boring. <laughs> I'd rather talk about Maddie and his sons and all, <laughs> all the mountains they're going to conquer and, and your daughters, how they're going to have you right here, wrapped right, right around their it's, little finger. It's already okay. happened. Yeah, it's disgusting. Has it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That ship has sailed. Yeah. You know, and this is why I had to build a studio outside of the house just for a, a, a place for me to actually go to. Uh, because the, the closer they get to high school, uh, there's way too much estrogen pumping in the house. 
between my wife, uh, two girls, and and both pets are, are girls. Like it's just there's no there's no space for a man anymore. Thirteen nine, your thirteen year old will start her menstrual cycle what in about a year? Probably any time. Probably any time. Yeah. 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 And her and your wife will be in rhythm together. That'll you're probably, just, yeah. Dude, you're going to be spending a lot of time in the studio. Yeah, you are. yeah you're going to be <laughs> in right? the studio. Yeah. And we're yeah. Gonna, you guys are going to get all sorts of mail saying what sexist pigs we are. So. That's true. Yeah. 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 I'll just this is no worse than I'll what we like already him. got. So speaking of that, um, I, I really want to, uh, I, I'm going to jump by the Family Ties thing for a second. I really want to talk to you about one of my favorite movies. And I heard it actually wasn't one of yours, but My Demon Lover. I to this day, I it's so funny because I still remember this movie. And by the way, I also rented it and rewatched it again. Thank you. That uh-huh. that, that change will be coming towards you at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was still just as fun, except for I think now that I was older, I could not understand why they they introduce your character as just being kind of overly touchy and grabby to women. Right. Like, because it wasn't until later your character actually progressed and you're like, oh, OK, now he's normal and he's he's got a demon inside him. So every time he gets aroused, he, he turns into a different demon or something like that. Tony, stop bringing it up. He's going to get canceled. <laughs> get, it's 2021. Everything's getting canceled. Maybe we should just skip this segment. No, no, it has to happen because it was the no, poor right? guy's royalties. No. <laughs> Anthony's Anthony's right. He's right because the guy initially, you know what? That's a that's a very that's a very keen uh, assessment there, lad. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was weird because he was he was all grabby and horny and like just you know totally violating women's what their personal space or yeah, their like just grabbing women personage. on the street randomly. <laughs> yeah, I mean he'd be arrested now today. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny. I mean, look at how funny it is how sensibilities have changed. Somebody was all up in arms about uh, Pepe Le Pew being canceled. We just read that. Yes. And But you have to look at it. It's not – at one time, it was acceptable to do blackface. And then yes. eventually yeah. we realized that's really uncool. Yeah. And, and it's not the yeah, – that's a, a very Trudeau poor reflection. a lot of problems for that still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And still paying for that. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's really not – not a way to go. I mean, I knew that in the, I don't know, in the seventies, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got a shitload of black friends. Um, it was just, it was uncool and demeaning. So now to see Pepe Le Pew for his way of approaching women and him not realizing that the woman has said no. Yes. When she says no, back off. Yeah. I mean, we're joking about guys and girls and sex and all that. I have four sons. Mm. Where's my hand? There it is. <laughs> and they're all young men and I've taught all of them and I'm very, uh, appreciative and and very honored of the fine respectful individuals they have grown to be and and really to not be handsy grabby is even more so to respect yourself don't be a jerk don't be an asshole you're good enough to have to approach somebody properly and when the right time sex will happen Mm -hmm. you know but don't don't be violating women or men whatever whatever your 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 proclivity is which yep. gets so confused we used to be able to say preference and now your identification mm-hmm. whether you, whether you want to suck on a breast or a dick you know whatever, right. your, your, <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah. whatever rocks your boat whatever yeah. you dream about but the guy in the movie to get back to that yeah he was very wrong now yeah. when i say i don't like the movie that is in no way addressed towards anybody that I worked on the film with. The director, Charlie Loventhal, great guy. Uh, the producer, the studio that did it, New Line Cinema, Bob Shea, mm-hmm. uh, 
to this day we're still buddies he's a, he's a great guy michelle little the female lead great gal uh gina i can't remember her name the guys that did the special effects makeup yeah when i say that i wished i hadn't done it i was so stupid and so naive i did that after my first year in family ties yep and i went from family ties doing a one-shot gig where you're going to be here for a week and okay we'll see you later mm -hmm. and they came up at the end of the week and said hey, we kind of like you hanging around would you like to come back i'm like yeah sure kind of fun and I likened it to that was the first professional job I got going out to L.A. I was a New York actor doing theater and only wanted to do theater. After being run over by a truck and having all sorts of, you know, dying, coming back, having fake parts put in, I couldn't get arrested in New York. So I reluctantly went to L.A., uh, reluctantly did a sitcom where I was so snooty. I, I was not an actor. I was a, I was a tragedian. I was a thespian. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We only do Congreve and Wickley. We don't even sink to the depths of Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, getting on Family Ties, having a lot of fun, it was rather arrogant, I think, to the rest of the Hollywood community to go, hey, I've been on a sitcom for a year as the fifth wheel, and now I can carry a movie. I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Hot Shit. And I saw it when it was sent to me. And it's like, oh, cool. I get to play like a fat Buddha man. I get to play an old Jewish woman. I get to play like this horny dude. And it was a succession of different characters. And I thought, that'll be fun. You know, like I, I, had no, <laughs> I had no idea the makeup, the prosthetics. So, mm. Some of the days of prosthetics, you know, the full thing with the horns and the yeah. head and went all down your body. That took about 12 hours to get into. Wow. Holy shit. So I would show up at about three in the morning get to the set at about three in the afternoon and we'd shoot as much as we could to shoot it out. So I was commonly having 32 hour work days wow. <clears throat> and just tired as a, as a motherfucker yep. and just totally like, Ur. and also it's a little demeaning having all the makeup on your hands. Can you guys see my hands? You see, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. The window. Okay. Um, Having the makeup I on your hands with the nail. Oh, you <laughs> rock, you motherfucker. I love you. <laughs> there, you can be more animated now. <laughs> Wait, do either of you know what band that gentleman's from up there? Okay, because that's, that's, that's. Now I got to yeah. zoom back in again. Oh, no, I can't see it. Yeah, I can't is make it, it out. Gordon? Is that what it said? Mike Gordon is his name. And he's part of the band Fish, but that's his own. Okay. His, his own uh, deal that he had going. Oh. And that picture over there <laughs> <laughs> yep flight controls yep that's nick from family ties yes. believe it or not yeah yeah when i actually okay. recognized instantly <laughs> okay but um doing that i wished i had chosen i didn't need the money mm. it wasn't for the money it was truly for fun i worked my ass off <clears throat> there was a lot of brouhaha over should they release it as my demon lover because a lot of I had a lot of young Christian folks that were fans of mine and I alienated them mm. by putting demon in the title. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish that I had picked a role, maybe one scene, two scenes in a movie with somebody much bigger than me, somebody much more important with somebody with much more weight. And then also if the movie failed, they wouldn't go, ah, it's Valentine's fault. He <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you know, and, and as a young actor, you go, Oh God, maybe I did fuck up. No, you didn't. You did yeah. the best you could. You yeah. came, you brought, you did. Yeah. And, and it's not like you slacked off, you know, a film. And also on the flip side, it's amazing when they say, Oh, look, there's a film with Mickey mouse in it and it's made a gazillion dollars. Mickey's a star. We love you, Mickey. It's not just Mickey. 
it's the dp yeah it's the set decorator it's the gaffers the mm. grips you know the the it's sound crew the script it's, itself yeah it's, it's right. the writer the director the editors the the marketing people when it's distributed where it's distributed mm -hmm. so there there are infinitesimal elements that go into sort of like matt and him splitting zeros and ones with his goddamn binary code yep. <laughs> fucking kids <laughs> until i get you behind the woodshed young man <laughs> i'll show you a fraction of zero all right um <laughs> what are you gonna pull down your pants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you raise four boys and go through 22 years of acrimonious uh, marriage and then get divorced and see how much of a zero you have okay. <laughs> it turns into a negative after a while <laughs> thank you hello you there buddy let's go party all right <laughs> <laughs> but you know it, it's true like I, I mean just the the scripts alone can make a difference i mean look at uh, something like batman forever had an all-time massive cast in it and it, it, like arnold schwarzenegger's lines were so bad and cheesy that it's like i i just couldn't even look at it it's like i'm done with this movie now <laughs> you know yeah. well it's it's when you because i'm a producer now and the thing that turns me on most about artists whether it's a director, a writer, a painter, a sculptor, a musician, is somebody who has a take. Mm -hmm. Somebody who says, this is my vantage point, and I'm going to tell the story this way. You look at Oliver Stone. You look at, uh, what, what's his name, that did Reservoir Dogs and then Pulp Fiction. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, Tarantino. 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 Yeah. They have a take. Whether you like what they're doing or not, they have a definitive take. Yeah. And it's the same thing if I could say to young actors when they go out to audition and sitting on the other side of the table now, just about, you know, of the 100% that comes in, 10 to 15% should go get another job. They should. They just, they're never going to get it. They yeah. aren't. Yeah. 80% are okay. They're not bad. Mm -hmm. They're not bad. They're not good. And they may not just be the right, you know, we're looking for strawberry and your lemon, or we're looking for guacamole and you're actually hummus, you know? Yeah. Um, and not that you're bad. And then there's that 5% that is that je ne sais quoi. That is that, that, that there's something there that nobody else has. Mm -hmm. So to believe in that, own that, to have it. And, and guys like as much as, Look, I can't speak to Oliver Stone's personal conduct and his supposed lecherous demeanor with 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 young ladies. Mm -hmm. But as a director, as a filmmaker, there there's a take. There's something there. Yes. I, and especially in Hollywood, you need to shut out a lot of the riffraff and the bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I'm a learned, trained actor. I've done legit shit. Yeah. I've done Broadway. I've done where there's nothing but you, the script, and the audience mm -hmm. on a stage. Believe in that. Trust that. Be that. Yeah. So I don't want to go back and say, you know, I wish I hadn't done My Demon Lover. I wish I chose another film at that time mm -hmm. that didn't put all the weight of its success upon my shoulders to have longevity in my career. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you look at, uh, they tried to spin off the character Nick. Mm -hmm. There was a first pilot, the guy who played my grandfather, it was picked up. He died. Like two or three weeks, we were supposed to go into production. He died, and like, well, we can't recast. Go back on the show. The next year, there was the script that was so bad, um, and I don't want to say who the folks are that write, wrote it, but at least we had enough sense to go. Well, hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody did have their Cheerios this morning. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
And then, then the next year, there was the show, the spinoff that I did with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who's just a phenomenal talent, mm-hmm. is a phenomenal human being. Um, Ray Baker was in that. Christine Sutherland played my sister. They're phenomenal actors. Yeah. And we got caught into a political mishmash between Gary Goldberg and Brandon Tartikoff. And we, as artists, all got shit upon because of Gary's ego and Brandon's ego. So you got to hang in there and just believe in yourself and believe in what you're doing, you know. Um, And Charlie, Charlie, I I don't ever want it to get back to Charlie and have him think, hey, I did a great job directing that film. He did. He was a great guy to work with. Yeah, he was a really good guy. It was a fantastic yeah. film. Like, in, in, and when I say that, it's like, if you go look back at the It was 80s, okay, you know? I mean, to look at it now, it's cheeky. It's kind of yeah. cheesy. And I'm sure you saw that show, uh, Black Scorpion, that I did. Yeah. That that was great in its cheesiness. Yes. And, yeah. and its kitschiness. And it was almost like Batman from the 60s. Remember, mm. I don't know if you saw, ever Adam saw West. reruns of the old series. Yeah. yeah, Burt Ward and Adam West. But at the time when we did that, we knew we were doing... Sh- you know, cheeky, cheesy yeah. stuff. Fuck. We we knew it. Yeah, and we had yeah you're self-aware. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it was like, you know what? If it works, it works. If it doesn't, mm-hmm. eh, eh, so what? On to the next. But with it with a mind demon lover, like it fat it fit in perfectly with 80s films. It had the the perfect 80s music. It had uh, you know, that kind of comedy. Uh it definitely makes you it was written well so that you liked a character, even though he had a very rough start in the film. You know, um, by the time it kind of peters out and you say like, hey, here's a, a guy who's actually a quite a nice person who's been cursed. Then then it that's when the movie takes off. Right. And then it really starts mm-hmm. to kind of fit in. And um, it's got it's for the time fantastic special effects like the first time where you go to turn on camera and you know the spine starts like pushing up and elongating and, uh, you know, the skin kind of bubbles out uh it was it was fantastic for the time yeah great did you ever see him the first film i ever had a lead a lead in was called uh dead time stories i don't know if you ever saw it i think i remember seeing it when i was younger i don't remember a lot about it but it was it they started filming it in 1982 Mm. after i was run over by the truck and i had a horrible limp and was like looked like quasimodo when i walked and they said that's great for the character it works um and they got part of the way through shooting it, ran out of money. Okay. Uh, Intimate Strangers, Let Go. There we go. Yeah. Oh, that was such a great song. <laughs> I love that song. Yep. Um, and there was the other, what was the other band that, uh, I guess, yeah. Anyway, um, so Dead Time Stories was initially, I can't remember the other title. They ran out of money. And the guy who's the director is still the very dear, sweet, loving, kind friend of mine. Um, he got more money together and he did it as three vignettes. One of the vignettes stars Melissa Leo. I don't know if you know Melissa, Academy Award-winning actress, just a, a phenomenal human being. Yeah. And um, that film, there's an effect in it. If you, I think you may even be able to find it on YouTube. This uh, skin growing where they bring to life a, a, a corpse. And it's okay. all this reverse motion uh, effects that they did. So mm-hmm. for 1982, it's pretty fucking cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. If, if, yeah very cool shit. That's awesome. Look at my demon lover. The guys that did the makeup, they went on and won an Academy Award. Yeah, for special mm-hmm. effects makeup. Those they were great guys. It was very weird having to have a man pull my penis out of my pants so I could <laughs> urinate. 
But yeah. <laughs> man, he's I like, I, I, got, with this. It's I got it all the time. It's no big deal, you know. I get out of the corner, I find something. We call to... we call that a Canadian handshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> for a quarter, Anthony. Can we block him out? I can't take this anymore. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh God. Looks like the screen's doing a little refresh here, anyways. So, oh, there we go. Uh, no, he's always there. You know, we could shrink him down, maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> Matt's always here. It doesn't matter what you do. <laughs> he just keeps coming back, that's doesn't right. he? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Um, Matty G, you had a, a question you wanted to ask Scott. Well, it, it you actually answered nope, Maddie, a lot of I, my... I will not do the Canadian handshake with you. Right? <laughs> Come on, man. You have a very pretty penis. We all are very appreciative and think it's lovely, but we don't need to hold it. Okay? Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> um, no, I, I wanted to know what it was like being a teen heartthrob in the 80s. Like, it was funny. I told a few of my family members that you were coming on the show, and they immediately knew who you were. And, um, and, and just kind of, they were like, oh, I have so many questions, but like, did you did you stockpile penicillin in the eighties? Like you must have been just. <laughs> yes, your fifty five year old aunt said I had a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is my stepmom, but yeah, 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 yeah cool, dude. <laughs> no, it was weird, Maddie. It was weird when yeah. I got on the show. Literally, I had gotten married, uh, did the first episode, and was engaged. Marriage oh. plan, got married, and then got on the show. And it was, how do I put this tactfully? I've never had trouble finding a date. Okay. <laughs> yep. I was because of genes and nothing I did. Yeah, you're a good looking guy. Yeah. yeah. I was very lucky. I had a very handsome father and a beautiful mother. I used to think my mother was, uh, was, um, oh God, what's her name? Uh, I can't think of it. The beautiful actress from the, 50s and 60s she hung out with michael jackson when she was in her 80s uh liz taylor, taylor. Oh. my mother literally looked like elizabeth taylor my oh, wow. dad was very handsome so as long as you could chew gum and walk you were able to get a date especially growing up in saratoga springs new york you know mm -hmm. to dress up all you had to do was not wear work boots and jeans so yeah yep. like wow there okay he's cute. <laughs> um it's legit but the weird thing i remember one of the weirdest things was going to look to buy a house and touring and looking at houses and walking into obviously the teenage girl's bedroom and seeing posters of me on the wall was, <laughs> oh, wow. was odd. Um, <laughs> the time it was on the ceiling was a little bit odd and I wondered why it was up there, but um, <laughs> that explained itself after a while. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll take it and, and just leave the posters where they are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really, it was sort of, and I'm sure everybody says this, that there, there's no preparedness for it. Mm. I mean, I, I did plays for years in New York, and some were reviewed well, some were not reviewed well, and occasionally got recognized. But you're on TV, and literally the next day, it's like, woof. And the yeah. power of television in that day was rather significant. Now, television now, as we know, it is quite different. Then there was three or four networks. Now there's what, a gazillion? different portals to get programming from but to become 
that popular that quick was was a little daunting in a way. It wasn't like, oh, God, it was so hard. I couldn't handle it. It was cool. It was fun. It was great having chicks run up and go, here, sign my tits. You know? <laughs> was it hard on your marriage okay. because of that? Yes, it was. Yeah, I imagine it was. It was because there were times going on trips where I'd get the at the hotel room at three in the morning um, <laughs> and there'd be some woman naked. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I was... <laughs> And people are like, oh my God, did you grab her and bring her in and fuck her? No, no. Because, yeah. you know, imagine if, forget TV, if you're a normal guy and you're in your hotel room and some woman knocks on your door at three in the morning that you don't know and only has on a trench coat and does this, it's like, nah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to sleep. Exactly. Well, I don't know what kind of creepy crawlies are like. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And yep. I'm sure like not having STDs. Yes. All right? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yes, it's 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 rather fun. It's nice having girls go, oh, 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 oh. but on the other hand, you realize it's not you. It's it's the time, the place, the element. It really mm -hmm. isn't you per se. It's just it's a combination of the whole bully base. Yeah. Um, and it got a little bit. I mean, it just got to the point of women showing up doing things like the three in the morning. I used to have, when I'd go travel to do appearances or do shows, I'd have to have a guy go with me. And I'll never forget this first time that this, this young man who worked for the agency and he went with me and he's like, okay, no problem. I got it. I'm a black belt in five different martial arts. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. it. Well, I've got guns. No, we don't need guns. <laughs> we don't need guns, all right? Flashing boobs, not grenades. <laughs> really? He's holding us up. Yeah. Um, there is a story I got to tell you about the police in Kansas City, though. We'll, I don't know if we have time to get to that. We'll make but, um, <laughs> I'm in my room, and we have one of those adjoining rooms, you know, where there's the yep. door. Mm -hmm. and okay, Maddie, or uh, uh, Andrew, go to sleep. <laughs> Nighty night. Yeah. And I'll see you in the morning. But if I knock on your door, that means there's a problem. And at three in the morning, there's this, my hotel door. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look out and it's this woman, you know, and she's like standing there with the coat on and the high heels, very cliched. Mm -hmm. ah, ah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I knock on the door. It's like, Andrew, time to earn your money. Let's go. <laughs> Put some clothes on. Okay. What? Call security, get her out of here. And just open the door and get her get her gone. Because I always thought it was somebody trying to plant somebody to trap me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I never thought it was like, oh, free sex. I, I always thought it was somebody with an ulterior motive. And so Matt opens the door. Or Dean, Andrew opens the door. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> She's like, all of a sudden, she said, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you letting her? Well, she's naked. You're one job. <laughs> really, what? Get her to the elevator. Get her yeah. out of here. Go. So it was just, you know, shit like that. You didn't really. I had to get up and do a job the next morning. Probably wake up within three hours. Wanted to eat my breakfast, go work out, and get to the set. Mm -hmm. And not, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't need uh, strange women with little creepy crawlies on their <laughs> vagina to come and. <laughs> Suck and Andrew on fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you're fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was uh, weird. Kansas City, I was doing a, an appearance once. And um, we'd get paid shit a lot of money. It's embarrassing how much they paid you. Really, it, it was kind of, and I felt guilty. I'm thinking I'm making more in a weekend than most people make in a year. It was very, I had a hard time reconciling that. It, it wasn't comfortable for me. and. Um, I go, we get off the plane, and there's these, are we out of time? 
No, 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 no. not at all. Okay. All right. There's the guy from the show who meets you, you know, like the handler for the show, and then there's the producer of the show, and then there's like there's the two cops. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, we got Barney Fife and his partner here. <laughs> chuckle, chuckle, huckle, right? So we get in the car and they're asking the typical questions, and I'm being polite. I'm a polite guy. And uh, we're riding in the limo, which I don't like limos. I'd like to be up front, talk to the driver. I'm not uncomfortable with that whole back thing. Um, we get to the hotel, and I'm like, okay, thanks, guys. I'll just check in. They're like, no, we got it. All right. And, you know, like this group of four men walk up to the clear the way, clear the way. <laughs> There's nobody to clear. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and um, they stay there while we check in. I want to give my credit card for incidentals. Oh, no, no, it's all right. We got it. We got it. You know. like, okay, great. I'm going up to the room. No, we're going to make sure the elevator's safe. There's nobody around. There's just an 80 year old woman with her walker. Okay. <laughs> And there's Be like careful. some dad with his little kid. I, I think <laughs> yeah. we're safe. We're okay. Yeah. Um, we get on the elevator. They get on the elevator with us. I'm like, okay. Elevator doors open. I'm like, okay, see you later. And they're like, nope, nope, we'll get you in the room. So we walk to the room, and all of a sudden, one of the guys who I find out a little while into it are off-duty cops. <laughs> and they go and they do the key card to let me in the door. And I'm like, I don't like that he has a key to my room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not cool with that. And we walk in and it's one of these suites. I don't need a suite. I'm here for two nights. I just, I need a bed. I need a door to shut. And I need a gym downstairs. That's all I need. Okay. And I'm talking a big suite, you know, where they got the dining room. Oh, wow. Grand piano yep. and the kitchen <laughs> and all that shit. And there's a, a bedroom over there and a bedroom over here. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> And the guy who's with me at the time is my agent, Michael, who's very gay. <laughs> as gay as gay can be, pretty gay, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, Mikey, come here. He's like, what? I'm like, I don't like this. I don't want these guys in my room. I don't know what's going on. You stick next to me. You're like fucking glue. Let them think we're lovers. I don't care. Just <laughs> I want you next to me. And um Somehow they're like, okay, we're there. We've got the show. You got seven o'clock. You go on. I'm like, guys, all good. Okay. I'll order a sandwich. I'll be downstairs. How far is the venue away from here? Oh, it's right across the street. So 10 minutes, you know, I said, I'll be downstairs at 645. Okay. Pick me up. I'm ready. Are you sure you got? Yes. I know how to get dressed and how to change the clothes. <laughs> so they leave. Right. And uh, one of us is going to be right outside the door just in case. No, <laughs> guys. I'm not like a politician. I'm no international businessman. I'm on a fucking sitcom. Okay. Just yeah. Go. Like go. A makeup artist who already holds my penis while I pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go to leave at 645 to go down to the lobby. I said, I'll meet you in the lobby. You open the door and they're right there. And I'm like, okay, let's go do the show. And we go do the show. We get done. We come back. I don't know. And, and the show is supposed to be 7 to 10. And it wound up where we were there probably to 11, 11.30. And I want to make sure everybody that lines up, if they're going to charge them to come into the venue, yeah. and then they're going to charge them for a picture for me, if you're in line by time, I'm going to give you an autograph. And I'm going to shake every hand. And I'm going to look at every person and say, God, aren't you nice? Thank you for coming. Yeah. You know, they, that's their hard-earned money. And I need to show that respect. Yeah. So we get done about that time. We go back to the hotel. It's the same rigmarole. We come back. And as we walk in, the whole thing, they come into the, you know, the center room again and all that shit. 
and eventually to make it go quick at one point one of the cops goes look what i got got a little nose candy for everybody oh, dude um really <laughs> yeah it's okay we got it out of whatever you know something they they took from somebody they arrested or whatever <laughs> the old evidence locker <laughs> and, and look we got a little bit of talent coming by for you ladies. A little nose candy, little ladies. And then I'm going to say here, ding dong, ding dong. Like, and they open the door. And there's like like three or four chicks. I'm like, shut the door. Shut the door. And I look at Michael again, who's gay as all can be. And he's like, <laughs> I'm like, look, this is what we're going to do. Okay. I got an idea. Here's my key to this door. You obviously have a key to that door. Give me the key you have to that room and give me the key you have to that room. Well, uh, give me the key you have to each room, please. Right? Which one goes to this room here? Mikey, here's the key to your room. Well, Scotty, already, Mikey, take the fucking key. I take my key. I said, okay, I've got both the keys to my room. Mikey's got both the keys to his room. I'm going to call down to the front desk and tell them, please do not give out any more keys to anybody, even if somebody has a gun to their head. I don't want anybody coming into my room. Yeah. I'm going to go in, and I'm going to lock the door from my side. Mikey's going to go in his room, and he's going to lock the door from his side. You guys can use this room tonight. You do whatever you want to do with those young ladies. You do whatever you want to do with the nose candy. But when I wake up, because I will set my alarm for 6 a.m., and I'll order my breakfast for 6.15, and I want to be down to the gym by 6.30, you're gone. Room's clean. Nobody here. Okay, guys? Y'all have fun. Good night. These were fucking cops. Wow. Fucking cops. It's know, crazy, so, man. So you ask, you know, was it fun? Parts of it were fun. You know, part about it, I always felt awkward when I was, when I was, I had that, you know, that teeny tiny moment where I was like one of the guys or one of the kids mm -hmm. where you'd, you'd walk to the restaurant and be, oh, Mr. Valentine, come right this way. And there's 50 people waiting. And it's like, well, this isn't, it's not fair, but okay. All right, I'll, yeah. I'll take advantage of it, <laughs> yep. you know? Yeah. I mean, and it was back in the day where if you were late getting to your flight, they'd hold your, I mean, there was one time, it's, it's another, just trying to change my kid's diaper. Yeah. We're going from one terminal to another terminal in Chicago and, uh, Shaler, my second son's maybe nine months old, and all of a sudden, you guys know your dad's. Yeah. And we get to the gate; they're waiting for us. And I said, "Look, this little guy—he just—he just did a number in his drawers. Why don't we let my wife get on the plane with my other son? I'll change his diaper here." All right, and I'm like, "Honey, go go get on the plane, get situated." And I go to change his diaper, and the next thing you know, there's one. Can you sign this for me? And then another person, and another, and I'm like. Uh. Crowding in on me and my kid, and finally I said, "Guys, please, what do you want me to do? Sign it with my son's fecal matter?" You should, totally should right? have. You should have just dipped it in. Said, "Yep, one <laughs> second. Doop, doop, doop. Have a good day." <laughs> no, it's more annoying at yeah. that point. Yeah, it is. Know? So at times like that, it's like really. So part of you know, I got sick of Hollywood at a certain point. Going from acting to producing, and around oh three oh four, my last production deal was at Madonna's company, and that was just a bastion of ineptitude. It really was. The guy who was the head of that side of the business was doing coke and fucking whores in his office, and Jeez. the other idiots were children. And I remember sitting at my desk one day, and I've got one of those offices with a glass wall that looks out to the center part of the office. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, and I see these guys come back from lunch, and I know they've been drinking. I'm assuming, I don't know definitively, that they were doing blow. And I'm thinking, you want to feed your kids this way? 
are you, you fucking stupid, Scott? And I literally typed out my see you later letter that day and was like gone. Wow. And went in, and went into investment banking. I mean, we went in, we started playing, which I think is very honorable, converting garbage, literally poop, MSW, which is you know waste paper and shit like that, and uh, biomass, you know tree trimmings, grass trimmings, yeah. things like that, mm-hmm. and converting that to gas, and then converting that gas to power. So, excellent. I just for years got sick of the business. And around oh five, around 15, 16, met the guy who's now my partner, Larry Meistrich, uh, which we're launching Red Coral. Red Coral Universe will be our, our OTT. Um, we've just launched, to compete with you fellas, we've <laughs> launched our own podcast, which, which is uh, called Why Should I Listen to Them? Okay. Which our bent is, is having artists on because we feel artists are the keepers of culture. Yeah. Artists, in a way, are keepers of sanity. That when, when shit turns really real, people go to movies or books or poetry or watch dance or, or paint or something to escape and sort of keep it together mentally. Yeah. But uh, meeting Larry, he and I initially sniffed each other like a couple of dogs in the yard. Can we trust <laughs> each other? Um, and. Uh, Cause he had been through a lot of shit. Now Larry's won two, two of the films he's done sling blade. And, uh, I think, uh, you can count on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, won an Academy award. Another was nominated for Academy award. Sling blade was fantastic. Yeah. Larry's been involved with over 140 films. Wow. He's very smart. Yeah. Very funny. He's a great dad. That was one of the things that impressed me first. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, when me and my ex split, I got all four of my boys. When him is split, he got all three of his kids um, and all that zoo. I pray that neither one of you have to go through that shit because it sucks big time. Yeah. It really fucking yeah. sucks. Um, and it sucks for your kids and trying to maintain and keep things sane and loving and, and uh, you know, sort of level for your kids. Mm-hmm. But meeting Larry, he and I just eventually more and more grew to like each other and respect each other. So have gotten back into the business on that end. Would I like to act again? I love fucking acting. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I would do, <clears throat> if if I could feed myself and keep a roof over my head and help support my sons and, and my fiance, I would do community theater. I'd act out in the woods for squirrels. You know, I, I love, <laughs> I mean, think about it. it. It used to fry my ass when I was an actor through the 80s and the 90s, and I was working a lot, and you'd get on some set, and there'd be an actor going, yeah, they sucked. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. They pay us more in a week than most people make in a year. Okay, maybe not so much you, but maybe you make more in a week than most people make in two months. Mm-hmm. And all we got to do is put on clothes, say some words that somebody else wrote, and give an emotional validity to those words. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is your problem? Do you want to go yeah. dig ditches? Would that be better right. for you? Right. Would you like to stand in line in a fucking assembly line all day? Would you like to stand at Target and have some asshole treat you like shit because they feel, you know, you're waiting on me and I get to treat you like shit. Right. Like you're living Just the dream. Don't complain. <laughs> be thankful. Yeah. yeah be thankful. Yeah. You get paid to pretend. Mm-hmm. To pretend. Yeah. To put on other clothes and pretend. So... You know, yeah. I would love to act again and, and, and not so much for the monetary aspects, but it's just fun. It's fun researching a character. It's fun finding out. I mean, when I did my demon lover, I tried to figure out what made that character tick. I, mm. I literally 
coming from graduating from the academy and uh, working at the actor's studio and studying with somebody like Elia Kazan, it was really why. Why does this person behave the way they had? they behave? Why is this important to them? Why is their relationship with Maddie this? Why is their relationship with Anthony that? Um, and that's just, that's fun. You know, I, I love, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that when a movie ends, I'll go, so who do you think Jason Bourne went after that? Did he go to get a coffee or do you think he went back? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I do the yeah. same thing actually. Yeah. You, you <laughs> what see what do you mean? When we watch the movie's over. What are you asking? That? <laughs> no, no, they're a real person. No, there's more. Yeah. 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 You know, when, um, when Avengers Endgame came out, um, my wife and I had the longest, most intense conversation where she came out of the theater and I'm always like the pro superhero and, and fighting for good things. And, and she comes out and she's like, no, nah, I totally side with Thanos. I, I think that was a great job. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? laugh the world. And she was like, well, well, he made the hard decision nobody else could do. And, and you know, it was completely unbiased. And, and if something had to happen to save billions and billions of people and he had to make that hard, like, and she like was totally going on. And after like maybe a two hours, three hours of this conversation, I was like, holy fuck, you're right. <laughs> you know, that's because like, she's a mom, man. Moms uh, know how to make the hard decisions sometimes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. no so it was it was pretty crazy um you know before before we uh so we normally do love to do a, a 20 questions uh and to you know for our, our listeners to get to know you a little bit better on the personal side uh we'll probably forego some of those questions there's some pretty important questions we want to ask you but before we get to those i'd really like to ask you about a lot of the voice work you've done like you've done everything from like animaniacs to batman superman you even played metallo as as uh, lois and clark like uh you know did you really like how did you find voice work compared to the the regular acting like screen acting? fucking loved it dude loved yeah. it love i mean uh, i love acting you know mm -hmm. I mean, the great thing is though you could roll out of bed be in your sweats and like you know flip-flops mm -hmm. go into the studio um the cartoon that i did uh, phantom 2040 yes. i don't know if you saw yep. that yeah yeah mark hamill deborah harry leah ramini Pam Alden. Mm -hmm. um, um, I'm, I'm trying to think who else. Paul Williams. You guys are too young. You won't know who Paul Williams is. Um, voice talents, uh, Rob Paulson, Kath Susie, uh, Carrie Snodgrass, mm -hmm. Margot Kidder. And these people are wow. like fucking rock stars yeah, yeah. in their own right. Mark Hamill still my favorite uh, voice actor. <laughs> But he's also a great guy. He's yeah. just a great guy. I Leah Ramini, great gal. Pam, I don't know if you know, she was Pam Seagal, then she's now Pam Alden. She was on Californication. She's got her mm -hmm. own yep. show. Great person. Rob Paulson, great voice talent, but just a great person. Kath wow. Susie, just great person. Um, and then to go do things like Animaniacs or uh, you know Batman and Robin, you get to play. I love mm. to do voices and I love to do silly things like that. And just it, the fact that they're paying you to do that. Yeah. You know, silly shit you did when you were a kid and you'd kind of goof around with your other buddies or goof around with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to pay you thousands of dollars to do this. Sure, I'll do that. I love it. Yeah. You know, hell that's yeah. Awesome. It's so good. That's amazing. <laughs> That's the dream. I always, always love the voiceover artist people. I really, really enjoy a lot of the work and the, and the fact that you can 
step outside of your skin. And in a regular acting, I mean, when you're on screen acting, your people see you. So they've already built an, an image of what you're going to do or what you're going to look like. But when you're voicing a cartoon character uh, or even just any other type of audio thing, uh, you could be anyone, anything. You can look like anything. Anything. Yeah. You so know, when you really do, cool. I mean, look, guys like Clint Eastwood, he's had a phenomenal career. Hi, baby. My fiance just came in. Say hi. Uh, have, her, have her lean in. We'll say hi. Lean in, baby. The fellas want you to say hi. Uh, <laughs> she looks sleepy. She's like, ah. <laughs> we'll say hi anyways. No, that's okay. Mind you, she's sitting here naked, and that's a little distracting. Oh, but... okay. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> shit at me. My yeah. God. <laughs> um, where were we? Where, where were we? <laughs> looking Cartoon at her characters. Press, stepping outside totally your body. Yep. <laughs> Uh, um what was the anthony uh, seriously i just totally lost <laughs> well i know if someone's naked there i would lose it too uh no um we were just talking about uh you know being a a, a voiceover person like you can literally step outside your body and, and oh oh, oh yes, anything, yes, yes literally anything clint eastwood clint eastwood is literally played a version of the same guy he was in spaghetti westerns mm -hmm. doing for whoever it was uh the the italian director i can't think of his name in italy yeah in the beginning of his career and he's done a a variation of that character for years and years and years and yes. unfortunately in america less so in, in europe you know you you have to play that same type of character the audience wants to see you as the that cast, yeah. <clears throat> and that was another mistake i made as a young actor thinking i want to get away from playing hey how you doing how you about you know yeah <laughs> and i want to i want to be the doctor i want to be the jet pilot i want to be the the psycho i want to be something in theater you can do that mm -hmm. in american television american film not so much mm -hmm. now there are some people that can philip seymour hoffman yeah. phenomenal yeah. phenomenal phenomenal robert de niro to a certain degree yes mm -hmm. you know but al pacino has always played a variation of like that 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 thuggish italian asshole yeah yeah, you know, even when he's loving. Yeah. Um, there's the guy who was the guy who kills himself in Full Metal Jacket with a gun under his uh, in the oh, bathroom. Yes. Um, um, uh, the big guy who got beaten with the soap bars. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But anyway, you know who I mean. Yes, definitely. him. Yeah, he's been able to do different characters. So the fact when you're doing a voice, and it's like no no we don't we don't want scott valentine's voice we want whatever voice you want let me hear what do you got mm -hmm. and that you can inhabit this other being love it man it's yeah, great yeah yeah, yeah. good so shit. cool good very shit. very cool right on uh so many let's let's choose some choice questions uh out of our 20 questions and uh we're gonna ask out a, a few things uh under our rapid fire question section rapid fire questions <laughs> So well, here, are, these are just some things to get to know you a little bit better as a, as a person. Blue. Okay, that's the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Cilantro. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Selective ones, eh? Yeah. Uh, I'll go. I'll go by uh, by the ones that I find always fun. Okay. Um, if you could choose a superpower, which would it be? Ooh. Does it have to be a superpower? Yeah, I mean, like, well, what do you propose? I mean, it doesn't have to be a traditional superpower. <laughs> yeah. You could say I fucking I have I'd like guilt. I, I don't I'd care. Like, <laughs> I'd like to be able to either breathe underwater yeah. or fly. Okay, so cool. superpower mutation. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Um, what foreign language would you most like to learn? Uh, uh français. 
French? Yeah. Well, you'd They're be like totally welcome well. to lease in Quebec when you want to order your poutine. So. Uh, S'il vous plaît, monsieur. Yeah. <laughs> Je veux un petit peu. Très petit. Yep. <laughs> That's it. No more. Yep. <laughs> Je suis back. Bathroom's that way. Yep. <laughs> this is always a good one. Jennifer, what was the... your head. <laughs> um, what was the first movie that ever made you cry? Hmm. Brian's song. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You guys know it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're a couple of young fellas, you know, so. <laughs> hey, I was born in 87. Right. I got that. I got a taste of some, some good, good 80s stuff. Um, how would you spend a hundred million dollars right now? Okay. I would buy a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. I would, um, quit work. <laughs> yeah, why not? Good start. I work. I would help each of my sons get a house. Mm-hmm. Real estate so fucking expensive in LA. Yeah. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, I would help my siblings with, but they're, they've done pretty well by themselves. So really don't need my help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd sock a lot of it away and buy uh, munis and bonds, you know, yeah. low, fixed income and just sort of live on it. And I'd spend half the day making love to Jennifer and I'd spend the other half of the day reading books and working out. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. That's like awesome, it. man. Yep. Yeah. What, uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? What, what gets on your nerves? Uh, don't you hate it? Like getting on the subway. It's not just the subway going through any portal or, you know, in a, in an aisle in a grocery store where it's mm. like, it's rather obvious this is for through traffic. This is to flow. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And if you're getting on the subway in New York, they do it a lot. You know, people are like, ah, uh, uh, don't pick a lane. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pick a lane or just if you're lost, which is okay because I'm lost a lot. Move to the side. Yeah. 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 Side, yeah. You know, driving. That's rules. one. Can I give another pet peeve? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. People that will sit there and pontificate. And be so adamant in their disposition, whether it's politically, spiritually, relationship-wise, and you know they're flat out fucking wrong. Yeah, the, yeah, fair. That, that you could go and Google, you could uh, Bing, you could go any search engine, you can get a book and go read this motherfucker. Okay, <laughs> and they still <laughs> and are, they still will argue their point. You yeah. are a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know not of what you speak. So that and just as you get older, and you guys will see. Um, you just sort of, when I was your age, Maddie, I thought I could actually change people around you know, or no, I take up the argument when I was your age, Anthony, I'd be like, you know, no, 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 no. Now it's just, I shut my mouth. <laughs> honey, That's let's fair. go home yeah. and go to bed. Okay, honey. These people are idiots and I don't want to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. My wife and I, we have like a, uh, we've, we've established eye signals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so really yeah we'll be like this conversation is terrible and these people are horrible wink wink (laughs) it's not like that that. (laughs) matt and his wife come up with an eye signal if they're out to dinner and the people are idiots or they're at a party and they know (laughs) yeah like that give each other (laughs) (laughs) like she's doing right now (laughs) Uh, that's amazing (laughs) all right two more questions for you bud yeah oh Um, you gotta ask i'm gonna step in you gotta ask the alien question because that's an important okay oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, get track record yeah sorry i skipped it um do you believe in aliens yes good awesome we we, we're running a really good track record on this one yeah yep no i mean i mean come on look at the further we know the more we know the more we know we don't know 
But then more we know there are other, there's got to be other multi-celled or other intelligent existence. Look at how big the fucking universe is. Yeah. Right. Look at it. And and there's got to be other, whatever, other planets. How arrogant can someone be to think we're the only thing in the entire universe? Yeah. That's so arrogant. Weird. eh? It's so arrogant. And it's like, there's got to be other people that are ahead of us in their, their, their gestation period Hmm. and other beings that are behind us that are little you know dual celled organisms so it just yeah yeah awesome oh that's a good answer um what is the best thing that you've ever eaten oh i don't think i can say that in front of my honey (laughs) (laughs) good answer i like that one Yep. We'll roll with that. <laughs> she can't hear. She can't hear. Perfect. Okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. It saves you. Uh, it saves you from flying shoes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the last question I have for you today: uh, What is your favorite podcast that you've been on in the last six hours? Believe <laughs> what she just did. Oh my god! Oh my god! The freaking awesome podcast! All right, mother. Ah, boy. <laughs> boy. That's awesome. That's amazing. It's freaking awesome! It's awesome. <laughs> well, that's amazing, uh, Scott. Like I gotta say, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you. I'm really glad you were able to make some time. Uh, you know, it's it's wonderful to just see like how uh, how just down to earth and and just going through the experience that you've had and. And uh, just being literally a normal, decent person, right? Like, there's a lot of opportunities that would have come up to you that uh, a lesser man would have taken advantage of. And uh, it's really good to see, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like the, I like, uh, I like your stories and how much integrity you have. In yes, hundred percent. I, I love that. It's yeah. all lie. It's all. And, <laughs> I'm just making myself. And congrats, good. congrats on on starting your podcast as well. That's yeah, awesome. Exactly. We'll, we'll have to uh, come visit you sometime. We got to have you guys on it, and For also. Sure. Congrats to my pending nuptial bliss with this beautiful blue-eyed platinum-haired woman. Okay. Yes, All congratulations. Yes. That's amazing. Yes, Who for some reason people. tolerates me. I don't know why. <laughs> I tell bad jokes, right. I fart, and she still lets me hang out. Yeah. So she's you know. seen what you've done and, and she's still there. So it's gotta be loud. I know. Because <laughs> of the old tripod, Scotty. Yep, yep. <laughs> she saw that episode of Matlock and still wants to be with me. It's okay. still there. <laughs> You know what? I think we won everybody over with the Playgirl magazine. So uh, you never. Oh really yeah, know. that's a fun one, Laddie. Yeah. Especially when you have teenage sons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> hey, I am not naked in there. All right, right, Anthony. It was I'm tastefully done. Tastefully done. Tastefully done. <laughs> yeah. Stunt 100%, 100%. cock. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, you guys rock. Thank you much. Uh, Let us know. um, Yeah, let us know when your link for your new show. We'd love to to push it out for you. So uh, any of our listeners that, of course, who are on the road uh, right now and listening to this uh, live feed uh, after the fact, uh, we'll make sure we put a beautiful shot of uh, Scott up on our guest page, as well as any links to uh, get to social media and his show as well. Oh, let me send you a picture. I am a little bit neurotic about that. There's one that... People pull off the internet and it, I look all sweaty, like I'm on coke or something, right. which I'm not. But like, I kind of said the other one. That was that was at a premiere, and I was not having fun. And the person <laughs> I was with was a bit of an idiot. So Fair. yeah, yeah, no, hey, fire it over. We'll, we'll yep. put anything up there you want. Yep. But the sure. podcast 
is why should we why should i listen to them okay uh it'll be on with red coral so either find it on red coral or why should i listen to them um i believe it's on all the usual suspects you know um i can't think you guys know better than i do sure. it, all it would the be players fun. yes yeah yeah, yeah. awesome Good. You guys rock. Even though you're Canadians, I'm amazed. You're good well, guys, yeah. you know. You're ever up this way, we'll make sure you get a good pretend. <laughs> yeah, All right. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Have so, a beautiful well, evening. Time Thank you, you too. Take care, Scott. Yeah, you can Later. get us Thanks. on our website. Thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter. Is the Fab 4 You can get us on Instagram. Is the Fab Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook. The Freaking Awesome Podcast. And uh, you can always reach out via email. Thefabpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pocket. Ah, uh, oh, not again. Wicked sweet. <laughs>